Alright, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, uh, welcome back to another episode of Thoughts on Films. My name is Fikri and I'm here with uh, Mrs. Eza Mahmood. Hello, Eza. Hey, hello everyone. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Hi, Eza, how are you doing? You alright? Yes, good. I'm very good. Thank you. Just had my dinner. So, mm. how about you? <laughs> I just had my lunch. <laughs> I had chicken korma <laughs> for lunch, which is always lovely. Oh, to have. nice! It's very awesome. nice. Yeah. So, so that's uh, good food out of the way, um, and perhaps good films <laughs> to get into because today's episode, ladies and gentlemen, on the podcast that thinks a lot on films in Malaysia and beyond, we are going to be talking about films made in Malaysia, and the focus is actually going to be on films made in the middle of this past year. Um, the top three of the Fat Bidden COVID-19 Mini Docs Film Competition. <laughs> that is a very, a very uh, long title for, for, for the, the episode today. But it is a title and it's a focus of the episode uh, today. Yep. We actually, this is something that we've planned for some time ago, to be honest with you. This is a... For those, of you, for those of you who may not know, this is a competition which ran during the original movement control order period in Malaysia, uh, which, was, uh, which was done earlier mm-hmm. this year. So the deadline was uh, somewhere near the end of May. <laughs> and then we prepared this as an episode to be done in July, tapi, you know, uh, for, for all sorts of different reasons. We had to uh, take a break uh, and we couldn't do this episode. So, we just kept it in the back burner until today. Uh, the episode yep. recorded two days before Christmas and to be released on Christmas Day itself. Um, hopefully, we'll give you a bit more insight into some very interesting films. Uh, these, these are actually very short films, very short documentaries, original documentaries running between three to five minutes long. Uh, with uh, some prizes mm-hmm. given by uh, both the organizer Zan Azli as well as a chance to be featured on Bernama. So basically there were 21 long listed films and we yep. I, I just focus on the top three uh, actually which is uh, MCO the grand prize winner is actually uh, MCO Marriage Crisis Ongoing by Sidney Chan and then uh, you had the runner up uh, the runner up uh, <laughs> your favorite. <laughs> yeah, and then you had it's the runner-up. It's a good film. It so we're gonna yeah get into it. Yep. Absolutely. <laughs> the, the the first runner-up, the Heart to Feel by Sri Devi Jeevan Simon, and the second runner-up, Package mm-hmm. Katan Pribadi by Rizwan Mustafa. You, however, Eza, you went the whole hog and watched all twenty-one long-listed films. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. Your dedication is to be applauded, I must say. <laughs> so here's a very brief round of applause for you. Well done, It's a lot of films to get through. Um, hey. we'll, we'll be talking about them it is. Uh, a bit more later on, I'm sure. But first, we are going to be focusing on, Yep. I think, uh, something that, that both you and I can sink our teeth into. And that will be MCO, Marriage Crisis Ongoing by Sidney Chan. Simply put, it is an intimate look, uh, according to the synopsis, uh, yep. the concept of marriage in the Malaysian Indian community and the concerns of parents. So, in, in many respects, we're looking at uh, yep. a, a series of talking heads, uh, talking about the idea of marriage, arranged mm. marriage, uh, life partnerships and such. And it was uh, directed and edited by Sidney Chan, produced by Samini Piruchalvam, uh, who I think is his wife, I, if I'm not mistaken. Mm. And then the father and the mother, Tiru Chalvam and Vasantamala, uh, as well as the daughters. Uh, so we have two daughters credited here, Hamta and Kavita Tiru Chalvam, but I believe Hamta is the main yep. uh, person or the main subject matter of this documentary. So it is through her character. experience, yeah, through her character that we, we kind of True. delve into the, the topic. Um, Mm-mm. Eza, uh, what are your thoughts on the documentary? Yes. 
I really like it to be honest. Um, it's a very well made documentary, and obviously it's from Sydney Chan, where we have uh, spoken about uh, this particular filmmaker a few times, especially. Mm. And I think um, it's it's a very uh, it's a nice balance of intimate and a very interesting cultural perspective on marriage and wedding. To me, uh, I believe. Uh, I find it very interesting to see what uh, Indian parents uh, think about or what their plans is it similar to the Malay parents tapi macam I didn't I didn't know that this uh, pardon my ignorance juga tapi I didn't know that arranged marriage yang macam you have to find a suitor and you have to like look at the astrology is still uh it's still ni lah being practiced actively yeah. uh, so I, I I appreciate the fact that Sydney brought um, this topic into the light of you know by tr- through this documentary and it's an interesting um, it's interesting to listen to uh, what uh, the subject matters has to say especially the parents I find it macam it's interesting to see what or why they feel the need to arrange marriage or just to make sure that their children kahwin cepat-cepat and it's mm. it's really um it came from a place of love it's a it's not like macam oh you have to get married like macam supaya some i feel like it out it all macam nowadays probably Uh, arranged marriage nampak macam is it's a forced thing like it's it's not it, it doesn't have a the, macam a positive repo lah orang selalu kata macam arranged marriage is something uh, some people lah rasa macam arranged marriage is a very negative thing kan tapi macam if you uh, I appreciate the fact that uh, Sydney interview the parents and uh, the parents tell what their views on it like macam so I think that's 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 the inside of a family that I really like I really appreciate and and I think that's that's the plus point of this documentary I really like the character uh, they come out as macam a very lovable uh, aunties and uncles and even the daughters uh, very macam mana I kind of fall in love with them. I feel like so. Oh, I want to be, I want to be. What's it not invited to their house? Kind of something like that. It's it's a good feeling and and manage to, what's um, put out this like oh very lovely family and even even they are struggling to uh, about especially their thoughts on the marriage and the wedding and uh, especially during MCO. Tapi macam it 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 has a good macam um, mana a very lovely uh, a lovely take on ni lah marriage right. and wedding and arranged marriage and yeah that's what I thought about it how about you like yeah I, I would agree I would agree um, in, I think in many respects we do get a strong idea about the parents um, as I was particularly intrigued when they talked about starting a farm to put their kids through school I, I thought that was Admirable. Mm. Um, I think in some parts, I, I was wondering whether this is actually more of a wedding crisis rather than a marriage crisis. Because when you say marriage crisis on nampak macam orang yang dah kahwin, and then they have problems after that. But this one is more like mm. prior to that, uh, or at least uh, prior to the, the so-called um, yeah. uh, the wedding itself. So there, there was a bit of that, I think. Um, But having said that, you know, it's just me being pedantic. It's, it's neither here nor there. Um, uh, I think it, it does look very nice as a film. Uh, very nicely lit, well framed, good sound, as you would expect from uh, Mr. Mr. Chan over here. It reminded me of two films. Uh, one was uh, Arranged Marriage mm-hmm. by two friends of mine, uh, Shazana and Malina. So this was made some many years ago. and. I don't think there are mm-hmm. copies of it floating about on the internet or anything like that. But, but basically, there is the same concept where they try to explore the idea of arranged marriages, but 
from a mm-hmm. more objective standpoint. But and when I say objective, I mean that these are the people they interview who they do not necessarily know as much. So it's more exploratory in that sense. Ah. Uh, Sydney's documentary is actually very, very. It feels very personal. You're right in saying that mm-hmm. you watch this and then you think you want to kind of pop by and just hang out with them. <laughs> I, I do get a bit of that feeling <laughs> as well. Hello, <laughs> yes, that's right. I, I do get that, a sense of the intimacy. I, I think it is a problem because we don't know Sydney mm-hmm. personally. But I'm, I feel that looking at the names, mm. I, I'm guessing that they are his in-laws. So I feel like there is that mm. uh, familiarity, which is actually fairly well done. Mm-hmm. So if you're not, True. if you're looking for something a bit more objective, yep. I think maybe there are other sources out there. But this one really gives you a very mm. close and intimate perspective on an issue that is actually fairly common. You're, you're right in pointing out how it's not just a Malaysian-Indian thing. Uh, I guess you can kind Mm-mm-mm. of uh, check it out in, in other parts uh, as well um, for about other communities. And there's another film that it reminded me of, uh, which is Come Hell or High Water by Sherry Bustaman, who we'll share the link later in the show notes. Mm. That one is her... Is, and she's actually uh, Zan Asli's wife and in that documentary hey. she, interviewed, she interviewed her parents so it's okay. like exploring the the love story of, of uh, people who came together in, in a context where perhaps initially you wouldn't think that that would be the case but then everything turns out right at the end and that's personally something that I, uh, mm. I'm always uh, pleased to, to kind of get to know and, and discover more about um, I, I do have a question I want to ask you Ezra, um because I feel like much like, there is yeah. uh, watching this I always uh, there, there are parts where I feel much like, there's like a lot of pressure on people to get married uh, I think there's one quote early on in the film <laughs> is it the mother or the father who said this I can't remember but everyone must get married life will only be complete once you're married um, so I rasa macam Dia memaksa <laughs> This you know, is the father kot It's, it's the probably the father but, but you do feel like There is that pressure <laughs> Whether you like it or not um, I'm just wondering uh, Whether this is something That we can kind of Contextualize differently Because This is a father Or the, a parent Talking about two Daughters basically That, that he has Mm-mm. Or they have um, mm. Can we kind of connect this to a bit of what you experienced before? Is this something that you can kind of relate to on some level? Um, I mean, you're not Malaysian Indian, but you are uh, a Malaysian. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that's so much. Um, I, I just wonder whether you feel I a think, bit of that pressure hmm. in your own context as well. Initially, um, for me, um, well, to be honest, not really, I think, because mm. um, I haven't looked at in a way that it's a pressure to be, you know, forced into marriage couple. Because I, me as a person, I really wanted to get married, like, since I start to have feelings towards boys. Like, I said, ooh, that can be my husband. Tapi macam, like, I understand nowadays, I mean, especially recently, because my younger sister... Uh, she just uh, got engaged last week, and then nice. uh, my father, my father had, thank you, thank you, and then my father had this macam, macam uh, bittersweet, bittersweet feeling sikit lah to to kind of quote unquote let her go, uh, ah. because she's the youngest, and then it feels like you know giving her like had in marriage like macam to the husband eventually nanti uh, probably next year so so I think there is like sense of loss macam tu lah of like even though not to a, obviously kot mana pun it's still we are still his daughters tapi it it, it kind of like macam letting go of a person uh, where you already macam menatang minyak yang penuh you already like jaga dari kecil so I think um, on a positive note, I feel like it's it's kind of like handing a responsibility to the husband. Boleh tak macam tu? Tapi macam it's a it's not to um 
to force you into something it's more of like out of love you know i want you to be married because you know i i'm old uh ni pov of a father lah probably like macam i want you to get married because i'm old nanti siapa nak jaga you so i think that's that's uh, what probably in the mind of our fathers so yeah i think that's why uh, they feel like macam oi you can only <coughs> macam quote uh, get like yang the quote yang everyone must get married life only be complete once you married i think uh, especially nowadays during nco being in close contact with your family it's very important so um, and it's 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 a different experience altogether experiencing mco alone so so I mean the other um, the other uh, perspective to see this is like you know family is such a strong uh, support system that you need uh, and being married is one of it obviously you and your partner uh, even though it's okay to be alone and uh, you know being by your own but to be married and to be with your family uh, it's it's important so i think that is also another point of view that this film trying to say or uh, other than you know about the the marriage and the wedding uh other thing is i think auntie and uncle uh bless them they 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 see it that way as well like you know you will be with your family so you won't be alone um yeah that's 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 what i take out of this film lah Fantastic. Some very good insight there. Uh, one or two of the points you mentioned, I did not even think about beforehand. So that's a good one. Thanks very much for that uh, perspective, Ezra. Um, yeah, we're going to move on to the next one. Uh, the only bit I, I kind of want to bring up, I feel like at least one small part yang on a personal level, I feel like I can't hear it. The music, too much. <laughs> I wrote down here, <laughs> jazzy stuff you hear at a bangsa coffee shop. <laughs> um, It's nice, it's pleasant, but you know, I you know, um, again, a film made under very restrictive conditions. So, and and the composer Kevin McLeod is uh, someone that is very familiar to me. Um, so that no one, you know, nothing bad yep. per se. Tapi cuma rasa macam eh, rasa macam I'm listening to the music. I should be in a coffee shop somewhere, you know. Tapi yeah, the film is not that. Like, So, so that's that. So that is uh, MCO Marriage Crisis Ongoing yep. by Sydney Chan. Ado ande angul kando or peri vishematella. It's just a pandemic. It doesn't really affect that marriage talk. Even there's a war. They want me to go out and meet the guy. So the next one we're going to move on to is going to be Package Katan Peribadi by Rizwan Mustafa. Uh, PKP. PKP. <laughs> all the always... all the acronyms are all the acronyms are winning and <laughs> like exactly. MCO now it's PKP. <laughs> exactly. I uh, it's, it's fantastic. I I like it. Uh, nothing nothing against that whatsoever. Um, it is a story <laughs> of a young boy as he goes through the circumcision process. Uh, so it's it's yep. basically the build up uh, the, the few days leading up to the actual circumcision. I think we kind of need to explain, perhaps, for some of our listeners from outside of Malaysia, uh, who may not be familiar mm-hmm. with the context. Uh, I think a lot of people will look at circumcision as um, something negative. Uh, in, in certainly in the Malaysian context, uh, what I would say is that mm-hmm. it is largely seen almost as a, a, a ritual that young boys, particularly mm-hmm. uh, uh, Muslim boys, Malay boys, uh, and then rightly or wrongly, both of those. Identities mm-hmm. are kind of conflated together. It is seen as something that people go through, mm-hmm. and once you go through that, you are no longer just a boy. You are kind of growing up. You you become more adult, or you become more mature, or whatever it is. So so it is seen as as a rite of passage, if I can say that. Uh, so so okay. even I, I I went through that, and and other people I know went through that as well. <laughs> um, so rightly or wrongly, it is it is there. So. This story or the film, Package yep. uh, Katan Peribadi, kind of focuses on this young boy as he's going through that process. Um, I have some thoughts I, I will share, uh, but for for now, just want to ask you, Ezah, uh, any thoughts on this particular film? 
Yes, definitely. I feel like uh, it's a very interesting film. And I appreciate the fact that uh, Mr. Rizwan, I believe it's the father who directed this film. <laughs> it better be. It would be quite weird if it's just some stranger <laughs> that you meet in a flat somewhere. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Here's the slow dalam for the circumcision. Sorry, uncle, who are you? <laughs> Pakcik siapa? <laughs> yeah, the young boy's name is Naim. So, anyway. yeah. uh, Naim, Naim is very personable. Yes, but yeah. Sorry, I, I cut you off there. Continue, Ezra. <laughs> And uh, I think looking at a documentary, like a mini documentary from a perspective of a young boy is very, I would say, um, refreshing because he, I think, Uh, he the narration is by Naim. So, mungkin the father ask question and he answers or macam ada some scripted sikit lah in the beginning. Tapi macam other than that it's he sounded so um, innocent, so sincere and it's inviting for me to macam know what this this story is about and um, I think <coughs> package kaitan peribadi is a is a personal journey because uh, from like As, if I'm not mistaken, the culture is to berkatan ramai-ramai. Mm. Usually that's that's how it goes. And uh, now sebab MCO mungkin, now people senang just pergi klinik je. So I think it's interesting to look at that kind of perspective. And also I find it like macam Rizwan make this film as like a time capsule jugalah eventually bila Naim dah besar nanti he can watch it and oh, yeah. uh, then macam it's <laughs> not everyone can watch it and we watch it sebab macam it's it's in the YouTube it's in the internet and anyway so I appreciate the fact that um, the the build up or the the arc of the story macam beginning middle end tu uh, they were at home and just preparing for the event and then went to the hospital and then we can see like some of the apparatus used because we're in the room with them uh, especially uh, through, through the visuals and I find it I find it a little bit comfortable because we're in the cramped space kan macam and Naim is crying and a lot of emotion I didn't I, I find it uh I haven't seen anything like that in a Malaysian documentary context. So it's it's something that um walaupun kita selalu dengar oh orang pergi bersunat or kids pergi I mean kids boys pergi bersunat tapi macam to be watching this film and to have a feel of like oh macam ni rupanya tentulah. So um yeah, I think it's it's a good effort and and It's a, it's a very, I think what wins most of us, like, especially in this list of films, kan, it's because it's personal. It's it's a very personal piece by the filmmaker. That's so, right. So, yeah, I I like it. Oh, yeah, and at the end, because we have the uh, the before uh, sunat, or the before Katan tu punya interview and after Katan tu punya interview. So, I, entahlah, I feel like macam Naim speak a, a bit maturely after that because <laughs> it's just me I don't know but at the end of the film he probably when when the father asked like oh how uh, how macam mana how do you feel and what not so yeah I, I find that macam oh asal dia macam mature sikit lah so <laughs> I don't know uh, I find it interesting <laughs> and uh, yep something to to ni lah look out tengok the film yeah Certainly, uh, I would agree with you. A lot of the points you raised are uh, also some of the points that I myself have noted down. Uh, Naim as a character, mm-hmm. he, I wrote down here, um, he holds the film together. So True. They, they got the right kid, basically. <laughs> They're the right eh. uh, person in front of the camera <laughs> um, to kind of tell this, this story, which again, much like the, the first uh, film we talked about earlier, It's actually a very mm. common thing in, in the Malaysian context, but this one is, it puts a very personal spin on it. It's very intimate mm. uh, and you do feel a bit more. Uh, I, I felt 
also uh, quite difficult to watch Naim when he was crying. There, there were some bits when he was uh, quite mm. emotional and that made me emotional juga. Uh, I think not just because of the film but also because I'm a father myself. So I'm projecting mm. a bit more of my own personal context onto the film. Um, I think again the music mm. I don't know why Mungkin I tengok ni Mood I tak elok ke apa ke Tapi the music tu macam Some parts tu tak, tak terlalu ni The feel tu uh, Especially for the ending score Rasa macam epic sangat lah <laughs> um, I mean I, I suppose on some level It is an epic um, Process Certainly uh, a lot, mm. For a lot of boys In Malaysia You don't really forget the the time when you were <laughs> circumcised certainly my my mm. time uh, it is something that I still remember very well oh. uh, I, I also wrote down here they are they are the slow dalam eh, for the uh, <laughs> it was just like what they make those now I I had no idea kalau dulu tak ada and it was just like a very very different process it was a long time before I wore jeans again I can promise you that um <laughs> So, Is it? Oh. Yeah, and I mean, okay. there, there are all sorts of stories I could uh, I could kind of share. I, I think maybe <laughs> I won't do all of that, but there is one part when you said something about the mm. the communal aspect. How this is actually something done uh, with other people, juga in the sense that, apa, um, mm. in in the context of your friends, for instance, uh, you and your friends, you kind of do it around about the same time. So it's it's you and your friends mm. kind of going through the next stage of life together macam tu lah kan um, mm. yep. but for me it was a bit different because I think I I, I was living at, um, that was uh, I think two doors down to my left I have one very good friend Faiz and then three doors mm-hmm. down to my right mm-hmm. along the same row of terraced houses at a time another good friend Hafiz mm-hmm. and uh, I think I was the first out of the three of us um, who uh, <laughs> so, who was uh, circumcised first, and mm. for, for me, well, when when I was at the hospital and on the way home too, much um, he still had the apa? Is it the morphine or the? Apa apa? Yeah, they give you some kind of drug, <laughs> kan, so that you don't feel it. <laughs> But then when yep, you are yep. when you are home. <laughs> Uh, anesthesia I think is what they call it Anesthesia So by the time I got mm. home The anesthesia started to wear off mm. And then within the next uh, few hours or so <laughs> It was like It was so painful <laughs> And then I started screaming <laughs> ah, ah, is is And then I remember Is it my grandmother <laughs> or my mother? It has to be one of the two of them They told me Hakim jangan jerit kuat sangat mm. Nanti Hafiz dengan Faiz Mereka tak nak buat <laughs> Don't don't shout too loudly <laughs> Don't scream so loud Because then your friends Might be afraid of mm. doing it as well So So I, I had a different A slightly different experience um, So So you're right uh, It is a very communal thing In in many respects Certainly a more universal experience Than many may consider uh, if, if they are not familiar With the Malaysian mm. context Um So yeah, I mean, it's again another very good film in many respects. Uh, not not yeah. uh, not the most uh, uh, accomplished in terms of lighting and so but I actually like it. They, memang, mm. as you said, rasa macam a time capsule film. It's rough and ready. Mm-mm. No extra lights. You, know, yep. you just work with what you have. It does feel very intimate, very personal. That he can watch later on when he uh, has grown up, um, True. And, and greatly appreciate and. It's, it's all great It's all great So Nice one Nice one Oh one, one more thing He calls his mother Bunda Yeah Yang tu Sekarang ni dah, dah common ke is it, is it like a normal thing In Malaysia Or I don't know I think I think people are going down the That route Just being like Macam Adapting traditional Kan macam Kalau Orang sebut Ayah anda Bunda Untuk hmm. macam tulis surat kan Kehadapan ayah anda Kehadapan bunda So mungkin Mungkin uh, they adapted in the family and one of I I one of our good friend Wani Ardi, uh, she also the uh, her, her son also call her Bonda. So I think probably it's getting traction and people start calling Bonda. I don't know. My kids yeah, nanti call but, me Bonda but, ke? I don't know. But Wani is the artistic type. Into I faham lah. Wani is like I think, I think she's like the embodiment of apa artistic slash creative slash. I rasa macam dia I think there's one song That she wrote 
that had Japanese mm. in it. Oh. Can't remember now. So it's like that, yeah, that kind of. So. so if you say Wani does that, it's like yeah, I, I believe you. You know, it's just, but not everyone is like Wani. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, yeah. Anyways, hello Wani. Um, nice, it's nice to <laughs> just hear your name. Lama, lama tak tak cakap dengan dia. Um, but yeah. Anyways, that's that. Uh, PKP package yep. kata peribadi by Rizwan Mustafa. Rizwan Mustafa. Hmm. Ada apa dengan Sunet? Sunet buat aku rasa sangat takut. Tapi abah dan bunda cakap macam kena gigit semut api. Betul ke macam tu? Right, the last film uh, or, or the last film I'm I'm going to look at uh, there's, there's a few more that is coming from Ezra as, as we <laughs> talked about earlier <laughs> but the last film uh, is that I'm, I'm going to focus on for now for my part The Heart to Feel by Shri Devi Jeevan Simon The Heart to Feel H-T-F is there any acronym macam PKP or MCO H-T-F Home Hmm Home tonight forever. <laughs> um, yeah. So this is a a film uh, by Shri Devi, focusing on a grandson and a grandfather. Uh, I think Shri Devi is related to them uh, directly. Uh, the grandson mm-hmm. is Tirana, and the grandfather is Nadaraja. Basically, a mm-hmm. documentary from an autistic perspective. Yep. So we we listen to a lot of voiceovers from both persons, and I must say this is a film that got to me very much so because I also have a very autistic brother. So there's a lot of the film mm. from start to finish. It felt somewhat uncanny uh, on on so many different mm. levels, uh, particularly when um, there's a there's a quote from uh, Tirana, the grandson. Uh, mm-hmm. I hurt others when I'm sad, when I'm happy, and when I'm worried. When I'm angry, everyone closes the windows mm-hmm. and doors in our house until I calm down. And I think this is actually something that Tirana himself mm-hmm. said directly. In in my own personal context, uh, mm-hmm. it's almost exactly the same. The difference is mm-hmm. that my brother cannot speak in in the same way others could. So I, uh-huh. you kind of, much um, if you're watching, but. <coughs> If you're watching a film in the living room and and then my brother is there, you kind of have to mm. watch out, kind of have Mm-mm. to be ready. Much um, oh. uh, he's there, uh, on the carpet Mm-mm. in front of the TV, and then you're on the sofa. Um, and there are times Mm-mm. when he might feel a little stressed, perhaps by the sounds coming from the TV or by by something else Mm-mm. that we might not know about. So you kind of have to be ready. Takut dia tarik rambut dah. Tiba-tiba macam he can just like, so he can be a little uh, unpleasant at times um, and you kind of have to know you have to learn the moods <laughs> a little bit um, sometimes he's just there silently <laughs> then I remember one time he pushed my little mm. sister's head um, but then he this must have been like New Year 97 or 98 um mm. And then he pushed my little sister's head. But my little sister terjatuh, patu nangis. But then he just smiled. <laughs> and so we can't help but also laugh because um, we know that my sister is hurt. But at the same time, macam kelakar gila lah that my brother did this. Uh, and he's just smiling. It's like, yep, it's just me. <laughs> so so I, I think... There's just like some some bits of my own personal life that I can kind of share with you guys for now, ladies and gentlemen. I can kind of paint a bit more of the picture of, uh, I, I'm talking about here. So there's a lot of stuff going on here mm-hmm. that I I can relate to. Um, I don't know about mm-hmm. you, Ezra. I'm guess I'm guessing I might be wrong here that on a personal level you probably have a different experience. Um, so do you relate to it in a different way or is it much um is it still an effective documentary um and even though you probably don't have someone like that in your family maybe i mm-hmm. uh, firstly thank you for sharing your experience and having nila a special person in your family in your life uh i kind of relate to it in in a different way somehow 
because uh, Adip, my husband's younger youngest brother, okay. uh, Atif, he is a quadriplegic and cerebral palsy. Sorry, CP quadriplegic. So he is nila wheelchair bound all the time and uh, fully dependent. Uh, but he can speak. He can. Uh, he can. Like think like normal people is just hypersensitive and, uh, macam nila special lah. So, I think especially looking at it in a, uh, COVID nineteen punya team, like I can only imagine how, like when when especially before we appreciate being outside and going about and then these special people have to be uh, MCO all their life boleh tak macam tu like macam they oh, can only be indoor indoor and you know need to be um, supervised and you know highly dependent and I thank um, Sri Devi for, to macam shed the light on this very 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 important issues Um, and people take for granted sometimes like macam probably uh, we can go out and do work and then some people just have to take care or they themselves have to be at home uh, due to you know their specialness and um, yeah I think it's heartbreaking to watch this very short very short actually it's just they, they only this particular film only have I counted only have 12 shots Um, 12 different visuals that they use and it's so effective and I think because they um, the Sri Devi used the voice over of the actual person and you know the sound of their voice how they say it mm. and it's heartbreaking and 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 you you really really makes you feel you you feel like macam macam ni lagi lah, you you tak bersyukur kan the fact that you can uh, be going out. Walaupun sekarang MCO kan tak boleh nak keluar, but I feel like it's it's an effective documentary in that way. Meaning like walaupun it's obviously heartbreaking to watch, but it gets to you. It it gives it gives you space to think about it and be be mindful of your life. And um, I think it's well. It can be improved in terms of visual and uh, audio. Kapo tahi macam because the story makes it and it works. So I think that what makes um, this documentary, anila successful. And I think it has it use it's it opens with like. The voiceover, quote unquote, by I believe it's uh, Tirana the grandson. I can't show you my mm. problem, but you will listen. So, macam I it got me like an order, plak macam oh I should listen. So <laughs> it kind of like subconsciously make me more attentive. Like, macam oh okay, so I'm I'm here, I'm present, I will listen. So that's that's what I um. I feel about it, and also like the visual choose, uh, by Sri Devi, like you know, children activity books and mm. boxing gloves and window and and like grill. So all these are like telling stories by themselves, and and I I I actively engaging on the stories and uh, uh of what what happening misunderstanding meaning what what nila what i see and actively engaging in my head also macam oh okay walaupun it's a very short documentary but it gets to you so so yeah that's what that's what i feel yes absolutely i i feel that this is a kind of film that ticks all the right boxes in terms of making you feel which is exactly what it says in the tin lah well mm. on the tin uh, in terms of the title uh, that mm-hmm. you talk you speak about the shots earlier there's one shot of an empty chair for me um, mm. it just that shot macam just the 
the arrangement, the 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 length of the shot and whatnot, just you see the empty chair. And for some reason, you feel much mm. there's so much in terms of unrealized potential, um, in terms of you know something that was already there in, uh, in terms of the grandfather, um, previously mm-hmm. okay, now not so okay, um, So there's something that really does get to you, and I I just feel that this is actually. Uh, I, I I just wish I can sit down and have a chat with Sri Devi just to just to see how much of this is really what um, what uh, Sri Devi wants to explore because it makes me feel much like there's so much more that can be told here mm. but what what is being put here pun much like is just much like such a beast sahaja but even then it is still very very well mm. done uh, and I I like. I like everything about this. In fact, to be honest with you, per, on a personal level, I, it might be that mm-hmm. this is the film I would have nominated as uh, the the first place winner, lah. Good, but as I explained earlier, um, I'm very biased in this context. <laughs> yeah, so so probably not the the most yeah. useful of judges to have around, but nevertheless, a very effective <laughs> documentary, uh, all the same. Yeah. So yeah, hey. that's, that's the heart to feel by Sri Devi. Jivan Simon. I also have seizures. I can't remember anyone after a while. Because of that, my head hurts. I want turn blue. I lost everyone. But they will be back into their arms. There are at least a couple more films that we can talk about uh, before we are done for today. As I mentioned just now, I'm I'm a bit more of a lazy person, perhaps in the sense that <laughs> I just watch the top three films. But Ezra, you watch all 21 of the films yeah. uh, shortlisted, and yeah, you, you kind of want to talk a bit more about some of the films that I have not seen, but you have. So. Yeah, shed more light, uh, perhaps for some of our listeners who have a bit more time in their hands and wish to check out more of the offerings from this competition. Which films uh, should they uh, bear in mind, and why? Throughout the list, I really like uh, the the three that we've discussed, and I would give my personal honorable mention to another two. So, so at least like, which are top five lah, or in within this twenty one. Film mm. like the first one with uh in the playlist at uh Flight Bidin, uh YouTube channel about this document this uh, mini docs competition. It's on number four. If walls could talk by Lai Kahchun. Mm. So, I think it's a um basically talks about how um a person deals with being at home and experiencing MCO but what I really like about it is that it has like um, it's well made and it has its own plot device uh, meaning right. like it has like a like in Inception they have this totem but in this <laughs> if walls could talk they um, like to use uh, the, the analogy Or like a physical example of a fish, like as an alone fish, like a fish in a small little aquarium office, um, and it's in this blue in blue cube, um, size like what ten by ten, probably um, a glass aquarium, and um, it started with. Like the surrounding office, family. Uh, sorry, office house, and then focus on this little fish. So, <laughs> I find it very interesting and intriguing, the fact that the fish is one of the character. Um, and if you watch this, it it reminds me of, um, another animated, uh, animated, short film. Not not MCO team, but on Netflix under the Love Death Plus Robots, uh, it's called Zima <laughs> Blue, and it's wow. it's to- it's totally different thing, <laughs> but it reminds me of that because Zima Blue is 
highly philosophical and interesting uh, short animation you should check out. Uh, uh, and uh, imagine this, uh, it, ha- it brings me to that, meaning like, I, yeah, I really like if walls could talk and it, it's poetic, but at the time it's not too uh, poetry driven. Like, he, the monologue is um, highly relatable and it's it sound natural. It's not too scripted and uh, yeah, I really like it. If walls could talk by Lai Kahtun. Yeah, nice and one. and nice I one. think there's interesting. Even if you see the thumbnail, uh, it's a it's a person looking into two glasses of um, two glasses of water, and the eye look like fish. So macam oh that's double meaning, and I feel like macam yeah, it 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 a lot that you can watch and analyze and and uh, it's it's a well made film. So that's that's my number four. Nah, the list. Nah, and darn it, Ezra. I mean, now you make me feel <laughs> I have to watch the film. <laughs> yeah, it sounds Let's like a very fishy out. film, it's... but very interesting as well <laughs> at the same time. <laughs> yep, yep. Good one. Yeah, good it's one. interesting. Okay. I feel like I'm like, oh, okay. That's okay. And and last but not least, I really like this one as well because it takes all the all the boxes of what I would assume. A documentary or, or like a, a non-fiction piece look like. So it's called Flipping Pages by Poor Jia Jun. Mm. Uh, it's on number eighteen on the list. So basically, it is a micro doc, a short mini documentary about uh, what happened in this well-known, highly established Malaysian magazine. Um, company called Blue Ink. I mean, oh. I grew up with, yeah, I grew up with uh, reading Blue Ink, and they have all these magazines: Zelita, Glam, Eh, Clio, you name it. All the magazines, yang yang seventeen, like all these magazines that we grow fond of throughout our ni lah. Yeah, when, yeah, when I'm we familiar. were when. Uh, I'm yes, so with, with so basically, this is. Uh, as you as you might know, uh, they closed down during MCO, and it's mm. like a one day notice. Eh, I don't know whether one day notice, but it was like a people uh, the 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 people in Blue Ink didn't uh, expect it, and uh, yeah, in the short documentary, they share the experience of like one of the um, editor actually contacted everyone like, hey, check your email. Um, and yeah, all, all, all. I think two hundred people were laid off. Uh, so this is a glimpse of what, what happened in, uh, the company and, and the morning that it happened probably and, uh, the interviews all all these editor in chief like Cleo, Zelita, uh, A and yeah everyone. So it's to me it, it kind of like it kind of like realized it more so but macam i know these people are real people and they work on a real magazine that i grew up reading and mm. you know they were let off and and it it got to me macam wow like macam mana like how would they feel so so yeah i think it's 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 I like the sound bites of all the people that they in that uh Paul Jiajun interview. And yeah. Yeah, I think I think this also could it's a, it's a it's a well well made and it fits the team perfectly macam due to COVID-19 and and what actually happened. It's give us the glimpse of what what goes goes on in the Dila. And um, the visual choose I think it's a, it's it's kind of like a journalism I think obviously mungkin dia uh, poor dia Jun also works work there I don't know but it is a well made um much like journalistic piece so I kind I really appreciate the effort that she put in like with some like, uh, filming and showcasing what's going on and 
yeah, I really like Flipping Pages by Puji Ajun. So, check it out. Oh, goodness. Ezra, you make me feel like I have to <laughs> check it out now. There's no way I cannot watch it. So, so yes, uh, more of my time shall be spent sooner or later on these two films. And I hope that uh, more of your time as well, ladies and gentlemen, will be spent on checking out uh, not just uh, these five films we have talked about here, but also a number of the mm. other selections long listed in the uh, competition as a whole. So yes, as Ooh, I, you if, were just talking. Oh yes. Yeah, if I may, if I if I may add, like once um, I think uh, probably they should pay apa our Prime Minister Tan Sri Muhyiddin Yassin because. He his voiceover was used multiple times throughout the film. <laughs> so I feel like myself, huh? Is this another character in this playlist? Because <laughs> you know he always give this press conference, and that's the running theme of most of the film. Like he is the storyteller, lah. They use like he's the myself, villain. Oh. He's the villain. He's the guy who <laughs> who created this whole situation again. I mean, not saying he shouldn't, but I'm saying that he is responsible for the MCO gap this morning again. So, <laughs> so yep, yep, yep. He's the so big man. So I think yeah, that's that. In all this, that's what I, I oh, want. Nila, oh, very good. Well, in that case, uh, ladies and gentlemen, um, we're about to see a lot of filmmakers uh, go bankrupt uh, because we're going to have to pay a lot of money to. Uh, Um, <laughs> um, so yes, that's that's that. Anyways, uh, the last film you talked about, Ezra, flipping pages, and we are going to flip the page on 2020 because I believe this will be the last episode we'll record for this year. Am I right? Yes, macam tak sempat eh. Kalau nak buat satu lagi before the end of the year, I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. Uh, but we're going to assume that this will be yep. the last episode for this year, and. Yeah, for my part, I would like to thank each and every single one of you for having uh, listened to our episodes throughout this year. And thank you. Yes, indeed. <laughs> uh, and also to wish you uh, all of you a very merry Christmas, um, happy Yule if that's uh, your thing, and uh, almost certainly happy New Year to each and every single one of the listeners here. And to you as well, Ezra, of course. Uh, while yes, I just thank you. Happy New Year to you too. And also to you lah. And Adib and whatnot. So yes. Yes, uh, thank you so much. Yeah, that's that ladies and gentlemen. Uh, thank you very much. Uh, have a good Christmas. Happy New Year. And we'll catch you Happy guys. Happy New when, Year. Merry Christmas. Alright. Bye-bye. Say goodbye, Ezra. Bye. It's a beautiful day. I'm running away. Don't bother to Facebook. Message your call. Okay, I just wanna play